I mean, they do charge you more to get the vanity license plate. And that's, then that's true, but they also make a point of like pointing out like their bad vanity license plates, right. like boob guy, you know, like that's my vanity license plate says boob guy. Hey, ass man. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that would be bringing joy into the world. And I would think you would earn positive points for the good place. You're just, you're doing nothing but spreading joy when you got an ass man license plate. Everybody's going to go home with a great story when they see that. Hey, I was, I was on the freeway behind the ass man. (laughs) (laughs) Ass man! (laughs) Giddy up. up. Episode 397. It's a podcast. With a guy and a guy and some flashing lights or something. Oh, wait, now it's Craig. I just discovered that if I cover the camera up, like it keeps the background. So it just makes me disappear and you still see the knives out wall behind me. Oh, sweet. Is that what that was? That's just me putting Ooh, my thumb over the camera. That's your <laughs> Craig's magic. And, and then it takes a second to kind of focus yeah. back in and find my face. Craig's magic thumb. I do have a magic thumb. It's full of knives. <laughs> uh, I'm Mike. And, I'm and, Craig. And as we, uh, yeah, with the magic knife thumb. <laughs> How's it going? It's going all right. I've wrapped up a Kickstarter. Yay! So, so woohoo! And I got some other good news yesterday. Okay, really good news. Sure. <laughs> we want to talk to the guest, well, and we let's, can yes introduce. Hello, DD. One, two, three. Eric the Hufflepuff. Welcome back, Andy. Hello. Bear, bear with us while Andy uh, rearranges oh, no, his desktop. You guys can, you guys can, uh, <laughs> while he check, while he checks his preferences, <laughs> as you said earlier. Yes, that's right. Got to check the preferences. Uh, oh, f- it, really? <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Come on, guys, you could do better than that. <laughs> Who is irritating you, Zoom or Apple or Microsoft? Uh, Zoom. Okay. Because it's like, I mean, come on now. Every single f***ing image, <laughs> image upload has a drag and drop, right? Not Zoom. No. <laughs> Click the plus and then navigate to your f***ing desktop. That's four. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> okay, there we go. There's that's, a better backdrop for you. That's a very nice back background. And that's a good backdrop, too, because like a lot of times, like, it's got it's a for people who can't see it it's like a kind of weird fantasy wasteland thing with like a castle house on the on a, a giant on a moon cropping with a giant moon behind it and a bunch but of the, bats but, but, but the cool stuff that you're looking at is not centered Andy. yeah it's off center so, <laughs> so Andy's you can not, actually see it andy's head isn't blocking yeah i have i have a well mike you know that you can do um rotating desktops on your you know to change the wallpaper out on your desktop 
Uh, yeah, I've never actually done that, but sure. Oh, okay, I have a, I have a, I have a, I have three desktops, so I use the multiple desktop um, option, and then I have a folder that's got to have probably six, seven hundred wallpapers in it at this point that I just find on either Reddit or various gaming wallpaper websites and whatnot, and I just drop them into that folder, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing, and every fifteen minutes, a new wallpaper shows up on my computer. Cool. All, and, and different across all three desktops. So now I've got a coworker. I've got a coworker that has that set up like that. Yeah. He's got its background is constantly. It's fun. Changing. It's just it's, you know, changes throughout the day and something to stare at when you're on a conference call and bored out of your mind. <laughs> now, do you have three screens or are you talking about spaces? Spaces. Yeah, okay. swapping the spaces across. Yeah. Gotcha. <clears throat> Well, speaking. Oh, never mind. Craig has has good news. Oh, go, Craig. Yeah, well, I made another book, made another game. The desk, the, <laughs> the Kickstarter funded, and all that fun stuff. Yay! Now I just have to spend more money and get the last of it done. Um, is which is uh, all hands. Good strong hands. Good, strong hands. Excuse me. Yeah, this is uh, most most of the work to be done is by, <laughs> by other people at this point. I have a little bit of stuff to do. And then I have to coordinate. Um, so that went well. Congratulations. Woohoo. I'm nine for nine. <laughs> nine oh nine funded Kickstarters? Yeah. Four games though, right? Or is it five? Well, there's there were some more expansions. There was there's three three of them are supplements, and then one was a hard doing a hardcover print run of a game that already existed. And then one was like a silly little four day experiment that I did where I like put four little games in a little booklet and I just like raised a thousand bucks or whatever in in four days just to put some artwork in it and make a little booklet, make a little four little games is literally what literally what it's called. Um, It was an experiment to see if that was like, can you actually do that? I think I've got that PDF as well. Um, And then I did because of without I'm not, and I'm not going to get into how the sausage is made in the details but like there's four reasons I <laughs> um I talked to my employer about um my compensation and I did this 2 months before the bonus time of the year which is normally something I would not do normally you wait you get your bonus and then you talk and then you yeah. talk like well, you know <laughs> How do you feel about a raise? Sure. Yeah, because you don't <laughs> Because wanna... a bonus is nice and all, but a bonus is, it's not guaranteed. It doesn't come to you spread out over the course of the year. It's all at one time. It, and, and like most people, bonuses, you know, oftentimes get earmarked to like, okay, well, I've got this big thing. Well, now I've got some money like that, but, you know, suddenly put that toward. And, you know, for, for homeowners, it's like, you know, oh, well, I've got a repair that I can do or I can upgrade something or whatever. Um, or if it's time to buy a car, maybe you now now you have down payment money or whatever. So I went and talked to the employer, and I laid out uh, numbers and facts, and I got a bump in pay and vacation time. And if you translate the vacation time sort of into dollars, what those are worth, it's the single largest raise I've ever received in my life. Sweet, that's awesome. Um, which was. Kind of ballsy. <laughs> like I was like, this could go real. This could like we could have a conversation that does not end well. 
not that I would, I mean, I get along with my employer. I think we, we probably come out of it. Okay. But it, I was surprised. I was literally, I was quite surprised. So when you, when you go in there, did you, did you go in there and say, Hey, give me more money. Or did you say, Hey, I want a little, here's how much I want. I want X dollars. I want XPTO. I, I did not name um, a number for either of them. What I did was I said, here's what I was making when I started working with you. Here's what I am making now. Here's what the inflation calculator says those two equate to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and while my bonus has increased and my salary has increased, the overall compensation. Not, well, it has, not but, but not 10 years worth of like, I'm much more valuable now. Right. Yeah, you shouldn't be just getting cost of living increases. No, and I wasn't. I wasn't. I was there was there was more than that. But I was but I was like but I was like and we had a we had a conversation about like, you know, what's what what his situation is long because he's older than me and there's retirement and you know like what like what what's the situation long term for this company? Like you're like he he's the owner, he's the sole guy who owns it. Like if this when you decide to retire, does this company go away? You shutter the place? And we had a we had like a half an hour discussion on all sorts of things. Um, and I had a very good day. <laughs> this all <laughs> happened the day after the, the Kickstarter funded. Very nice. Good job. I got a, a, a number of years ago, I didn't even know about it. It was actually right about this time of year. I got a raise out of the blue from my boss because he said the company routinely does sort of industry assessments of people in these types of positions and what across the industry people are making. And he said, and you're low for the number of years that you have been here. And because I'm limited in how much I can give you in annual merit increases, I had to go out and get you a totally separate type of increase. And it's it was just, told, I didn't a, even know he had been working on it. He's been working on it for months. I it's just the bureaucracy it. of how they handle stuff. Yeah, he just he basically just called me up and he said, hey, um, I'm giving you, a, you're getting a raise. It's going to start on like, like December 1st. And he said it has no effect on your annual bonus or your merit increase that you will be getting in the spring. It's just an outright bump up because you're not making enough based on industry standards. <laughs> That's nice. having employers that do that sort of thing i mean the place that i worked at previously that i worked with you mike yep i think i mentioned this to you when it happened was i i moved here from wisconsin for that job and it was a significant pay increase and it's now my second highest pay increase (laughs) um and 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 well there's a whole reason behind that i had that discussion with my brother kurt about milwaukee and architecture but um, I moved and I got, you know, I, I, I came here and there was a pay increase that came out of that. That was part of the reason that I moved. Um, and then I was there like six months and my supervisor type person said, took me, like got me and said, okay, um, we're going to give you a raise. I was like a six months into a new job. And there's like, we're going to bump <laughs> you up. We're going to bump you up a little more. And he said, I said, okay. And he said, because when we brought you here, you were, you know, we're bringing you in from out of state. You're, you were an unknown quantity. Like nobody knew you except for Mike. <laughs> so we were taking <laughs> Mike's word entirely. And they just, they, they, they made an offer and they put me there. And then I, I got there. I was there for six or seven months or whatever it was. And they were like, oh, this guy's worth more than that. And we want to keep him. And so they gave me money. And then a year and a half later, they laid me off when uh, the, 
when, uh, when the economy tanked and there was like three rounds of layoffs. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> at the time, I was very much appreciated. But now I've been at this place for over a decade. So that struck me that like settled in earlier this year. Double I like, digits. Wow, I, I, I just passed the 10 year mark. <laughs> About to hit 21 years. Wow. At the same employer. Wow. Is that That's, your first uh, job? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Is that your first job? <laughs> Andy got that job right out of, right out of high school. That's right. Bright eyed, bushy tailed. He had all his hair. There was no gray, no wrinkles, no tattoos. After grad school, school, I worked for, um, after I finished grad school at tech, I worked for tech for two years. And then there was a, um, uh, Georgia tech for those wondering the grants that paid my salary were not being renewed. Ah, because it's, it's, you're working for a, you're working for, you know, a university and when you're not in the teaching departments and you're in the research areas, it's, um, you know, you're paid by grants, government grants and private grants and whatnot. And those, those ran out. And then one of the women I worked with there said, I have a contact in this company, boarded resume. And, uh, so I think I had, I got my, Notice at tech on December 1st, that December 31st would be my last day. And then happy new year. Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but by the third week of December, the new company said, we will hire you, but we have to get through Y2K first. So we can't start until the third week of January. We have to get through this big pile of nothing. We got to get through the third week of January. So I finished the tech. That we're, that we're really prepared for, but we're still worried about. Right. I finished the tech on December 31st, and then I had a two-week vacation. Yeah. yeah. I've, had, I've had stuff like that. Yeah. Like I, when I started the job uh, that I'm at right now, I was like literally contacted on a Monday. They wanted me to come in on Tuesday. I was in the middle of like a really big freelance assignment. I was like, can I come in? Can I start next week? <laughs> like my, my week was planned out. I was going to do a whole bunch of freelance writing. I was going to play a bunch of Xbox. <laughs> I started the night, you know, I started on, on the, on the night. Well, it, it was like, maybe, maybe it was Tuesday. I like, I interviewed on Tuesday and they hired me. Um, something like that. I was, it was, you know, early in the week. And then I start, so I started on the following week. <laughs> Georgia, okay, well, that was, a, that was a fun little trip down memory lane. Georgia tech had to, uh, had to update all of their, uh, credit union software because, uh, yeah. for the year, instead of 1999, they just put 99. So we have to go through all these lines of code and change that. And, uh, that's really boring. And I don't want to talk about my job. <laughs> What's that? The old Commodore 64s were wearing out. <laughs> He's quoting Office Space. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's when <laughs> when Peter is um, he's had yeah. his uh his epiphany moment at the uh at the hypnotherapist, and he's instead of going into work, he just goes to Flingers and he starts talking to <laughs> Joanna, and she or he 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 uh he asks her out basically, right. and they I think they go to the other restaurant for lunch. And uh, and she asks him what he does, and he starts telling her, and he's like, "Nah, but that's boring. <laughs> I don't oh, want to talk great, about work. the great thing. The great thing about the Office Space thing is that it's it's based on Y two K. The movie came out in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, so was it came out and was you know written and, and produced and and came out before we realized that oh we okay we it dealt wasn't with a it. big deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was it wasn't a big deal because everybody did the work and they 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 fixed everything. 
Um, and uh, but so that makes office space like like that that line now, 20 years later, funnier. Yeah. <laughs> like where he's talking about how like he's involved in this thing that like at the time was when we he- saw that movie was like people were like, oh, he's everybody was worrying serious. about this. Yeah. Yeah. Like all of a sudden nobody's and we, uh, and we look back at it now and it's like, oh yeah, okay. Well they you know everybody was panicking, but everybody just, you know, okay, well they they fixed some stuff and they did this stuff and well and it was specifically everything, like everything the, worked out fine. I woke up that morning after having a gigantic end of the world party yeah. at my apartment. And my, <laughs> I woke and up that next morning and I was like, Well, water's still running. Bank account still has money in it. That was yeah, what everybody was I'm freaked good. out about, and that was what they specifically uh addressed yeah. in the movie was the the, sha- the, the company becomes, credit union yeah it becomes the shaving of the, and then the percentages yeah the whole the whole superman three thing fraction of a penny yeah the pennies for everybody <laughs> <laughs> anyway how is that not stealing <sighs> um <laughs> well so um andy actually was here at the studio a few weeks ago very briefly. Yes. Very briefly. He just uh, contacted me. I think this was the day that Larry was here recording. Yeah, because you had said Larry just left. Larry had just left. And yeah. I get a text from Andy saying, hey, I got this thing I want to drop off at your house. I'm just going to swing by and give you a hug. Is that cool? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he said? Well, it was better than a hug. It was... Oh, uh, <laughs> was Andy... it money? <laughs> <laughs> it was 15-year-old technology. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Is it so, that not, old? so it wasn't money. <laughs> hey, Mike, would you like a rotary dial phone? <laughs> <laughs> Is that that one with the curly cord on it, where they put they you put it up to your head, and then you hold the other part with your hand? Do I do I have to plug a thing? You know, plug two wires into the wall and speak in a mid Atlantic accent. <laughs> How old is this thing? This guy's got two nines and a zero in his number. I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> No, what did what did you uh what did you bring by, Andy? Uh it was an old MacBook. An old MacBook Pro, 15 inch, just like uh I haven't looked at the specs on it, but it's uh it looks just like the the one that I had that we started recording this podcast on and stopped when the audio card failed. <laughs> Which is one of the parts you need for a an audio podcast. Yeah, well, it's a, it's an important part. <laughs> I got that for free. Wow. Probably eight, eight or so years ago, I think. And well, thanks for paying it forward. <laughs> I put a, um, let's see, I ordered and installed. I think I, I feel like a battery and RAM upgrade for it. To okay. Max out the, the fresh battery and then maxed out the RAM. The adapter looks new too. It still has the protective plastic on it. Yeah, I didn't take that. I didn't take the plastic off. Of this <laughs> it's probably a heat welded onto there now <laughs> um and so then i just you know it was became just kind of a player on i didn't have any type of personal laptop at the time so um a family member was doing work was doing apple computer work for a, a customer and replaced that customer's laptop and this was their old one and they said what do i do with it and said, well, you could take it to a school or recycling or whatever. And they're like, well, how about you just take it? <laughs> okay. So they took it and gave it to me. And I said, yeah. So I put a new battery in and, and upgraded the RAM and loaded a fresh OS and just used it as a, you know, sort of a deck around laptop when I needed one. Does it still have the original hard drive in it? I believe. As far as, so far as you know. Yeah. I think that was, that was the, the part I did not replace. Yeah. 
because it's it's it, it shocks. It's only like two hundred fifty megs, I think. No, it's only one hundred twenty-eight. Oh, sweet. <laughs> that was that was the that was the the thing that confirmed it for me when I saw that. I'm like, oh yeah, it's definitely definitely a little platter drive. But um, yeah. it, I'm not sure you could put. I'm not sure you could put an SSD. I don't know if they make them. Oh yeah, they make an SSD that's compatible with that. Oh yeah, no, it's just a two and a half inch hard drive. I mean, depending on how old this is, and like I said, I haven't gotten into the specs of it, and I'll tell you tell you that, tell you why in a minute. But the the one that I had that's like it, that looks like it, um, mm-hmm. I put a solid state drive in that before okay. the warranty was up. Okay, <laughs> and that yeah. that makes all the difference. In, and in, I think at the time, I mean, at the time that I was doing those upgrades, there weren't really SSDs around, so I'm not I'm not sure that you know maybe there's one now that will fit. Sure. Yeah, no, it's just the regular two and a half inch hard drive. You can get an SSD in that format. It's just a SATA two and a half inch. It'll it should fit in there. It it should be SATA too. Um, the reason I don't know what the specs are yet is because I tried installing um the OS on it. Andy Andy you know, uh, conveniently wiped the hard drive for me of all his information. And, um, but I mean, it's, you can plug it into the intertubes and. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no I plugged, I, I plugged in the power adapter. I plugged in the, um, ethernet cause it's got, it's, it's, it, that's how old it is. It's an Apple laptop with a full RJ. What is it? RJ 45 yeah. ethernet connector. And, um, and I started, uh, well, first I had to go into Disk Utility and rename the hard drive because because somebody named it Main, like M A I N. Yeah. I, I renamed it to the traditional Macintosh HD. Apple Apple names it Main. Does it? Yeah. Is that what That's, they do now? What I did is I just ran the I just ran the you know the DoD seven wipe, <laughs> um, you know seven layer wipe of the drive, but you know when you boot to the when you boot to the Disk Utility. That's what comes up now. Yeah, as a default. Interesting. There you, from there, you install the OS. Yeah, because I plug it into the Mike, let's test it. Go ahead, quick. Uh, plug it into the internet. <laughs> install and ins- over overwrite your current OS with the with the with the OS, yeah. and let's let's and check can, it out. Just download the OS from the internet. Um, <laughs> let's just do that right now. Like, hey, computer nerds, are you enjoying this episode of Nerd Burger? SATA, like specific <laughs> sizes. RJ forty five. Internet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you digging this? <laughs> Well, there's un- lots, of, lots of acronyms and numbers bouncing around. If, Are you saying it did not work? We don't have. Well, first of all, to Craig's point, we don't have um, time because of Andy's. Uh, what is it? Fence contractor? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we we don't have time to do another three hour episode to, <laughs> to wait for this slow hard drive to um, do all of that stuff. Um, no, it didn't work. I have a. I have. I have it on the screen here. It says OS 10 could not be installed on your computer. No packages were eligible for install. Contact the software manufacturer for ins- assistance. Because <laughs> uh, it's so old that, that they don't make it available anymore. Uh it might not be. Yeah. It, uh, wow. But uh, um. I don't know that I got. I don't know that I have DVDs for that OS. No, no, no. I, I, I probably have a bootable, uh, thumb drive downstairs with, with. I think it was El Capitan. Ten point eleven. Ten. Yeah, that's what it wanted to install. Ten six, I think ten six eight was the max it could handle. Oh, so, really? Apple thinks so. No, how old is this thing? Is it really fifteen years old? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. I think I think I think because that after ten six eight you hit uh, um, a major chip change. 
And so newer ones will take it and anything that's older will not go any higher than that. And I think it's tends to fade. I just I just looked at it. I'm like, oh my God, is it a is it a power book? And I'm like, no, it's a MacBook Pro. I'm like, it's not that old. (laughs) The old power PC Motorola chips from but I, I'm pretty 2005. Sure that, I, mean, I, I had installed it up to the limit. So. Okay. All right. I'm gonna have to do a little bit more digging on here. Okay. I was gonna. I was gonna give it to Allison because her. To her MacBook, not MacBook Pro, but MacBook. It was the black book. Remember that one, the plastic one. Oh yeah. When they came in white and black, and they mm-hmm. charged, they charged an extra. I think it was an extra hundred or two hundred dollars just to get the black color. Even though black is easier to make, but that's fine. <laughs> And and there was nothing else different about it. <laughs> it didn't have a bigger hard drive or more RAM or a better processor or anything. It was the exact same computer, but they charged an extra hundred dollars for You're the color. Charging a thousand dollars for a piece of aluminum to hang your display on. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very heavy, solid piece of aluminum, though. Yeah, but I mean, and it's got the mechanism thing that it, it clicks onto. Quarter inch steel and just bend it with a break and screw the thing on, and you're done with it. And it does have the connector, though, for the, it's like the VESA, yeah, VESA, really. VESA, whatever connector. Anyway, <laughs> I I would love to own that monitor, but I can't justify spending that much money. Not for the, not for the stand, though. But the cinema displays are really, really nice to look at, but. Especially stand, that new one. Yeah, the stand is just absurd. I have I have one more piece of show and tell. Can you see this here? This is this arrived on my stoop on the outside the front door where I met Andy three weeks ago with the, with the computer we were just talking about. Moments before we logged on to Zoom for this for this uh, show, um, this is. Is this an unboxing video? This is sort of. I'm not going to actually open up the box. I am going to open up the package. But this is relevant because of um, and again we missed. We missed the significance of the day, the date that the last episode posted, October 21st. We did not talk about that when we recorded with James. And of course, this isn't opening. <laughs> oh, here we go. The worst, p- the worst part of any unboxing video, for the record, is the person struggling to get the tape or package off, you know, the tape off or the package open. Prep that stuff. Have it ready to open. I, was, no, I don't need to watch you spend 30 seconds trying to figure out how to knife that thing open. It's open now. Yeah. Here, here we have uh-huh. <laughs> the 35th anniversary Back to the Future trilogy. <laughs> Blu-ray box set with 4K Ultra HD digital. And wow. it's got all three movies and a collectible levitating hoverboard replica. If you can see that. Nice. Yes. Doc, is this, this, is this, is this thing high def? No, Marty, this thing's H- <laughs> 4K. So well, it's four times high def? No, Marty, it's only two. It's only two times because you see, <laughs> in the future, <laughs> they, stop, they stop counting the vertical pixels and they start counting the horizontal pixels for no reason whatsoever. That's heavy, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Something wrong with gravity in the future? No, Marty. No, Marty. Actually, the TVs are getting lighter and thinner. I love when you do that. You sound you sound more like Morty or uh, or um, what's his name? Not Morty. Rick. Rick. Thank you. Oh, have you been watching Rick and Morty? 
I started, yeah. When okay, I went back when I had HBO Max for two months, I started watching it on there. Gotcha. And then I stopped. It's on Netflix. If it is on Netflix, I will be watching more of it. It's it's on Hulu, but they're they're they always lag quite a bit behind the, the by the seasons because that is how the licensing works out. So fourth season won't be on there until I think December. I haven't watched any of it, but I know it's in my queue, and I'm pretty sure I saw it on Hulu. It was Hulu. Yeah. The whole the whole good place is on Netflix now, so I'm rewatching that. I'm watching the whole thing, top beginning to end. I'm halfway through the second season. Just got done with the trolley problem episode. Sweet. One of my favorite episodes. It's it's one of the best, yes. Do we want to launch into uh launch into streaming talk now? Sure, we can talk about streaming stuff. Gotta get uh Andy's update. Across the streams. <laughs> uh that thirty fifth anniversary uh box set should have come out last year. I guess they didn't release one. Has it really been thirty five years since Ghostbusters? Thirty six now, yeah. The new one was supposed to have come out this year, wasn't shouldn't it? Wasn't it? I, I don't I don't even know. Horrible remake with the, the girl squad? No, no, the, oh, the, no, the new did. remake. The one oh, the were... one that uh Ivan Reitman's son is directing or directed. Okay. That one, the, Everything what, went kerplooey a year ago. It was what three years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> it's been a few years. Four. Now. Yeah, that was twenty sixteen. Okay. That's a that's a Ghostbusters nerd right there. Even those when the the newer one was <laughs> what year it came out. I the one, the one I like, the one I watched once and went, yeah, that was okay. Two or three years ago. <laughs> Well, how many times have you watched Ghostbusters 2, Mike? <laughs> Ghostbusters 2, I've probably seen a dozen times at least. Why? <laughs> it's got some good moments in it. Like yeah, lots of movies have lots of movies have some good moments in them. <laughs> it's it's not Blues Brothers 2000. No, which, which I that's, refuse that's to fair. watch. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. But it's not awesome like Roadhouse or anything, right? Roadhouse. You know, if if Egon like went nuts and ripped a guy's larynx out of his neck, that would be sweet. That would have made Ghostbusters 2 better than the original. That's that's sort of like Ghostbusters meets Blade. Egon Egon rips some like I don't know what's what was the name? What's oh crap, what's the the the, the city official guy, the the prick? Willie Matherton? Yeah, what's his character's name? He rips that guy's oh, throat out. All he remembers that he's just a He rips that throat out. Walter Peck. He, Walter Peck. He he rips Walter Peck's throat out, and then Janine looks at him and she's like, "Oh," <laughs> she gets all all hot and bothered. And she literally <laughs> likes Egon to begin with, and now he's a murderer. <laughs> I collect Ghostbusters. I I collect spores, molds, and fungus. Ghostbusters. What do you want? <laughs> Egon's a murderer. <laughs> it's so sexy. She's that's that's her talking to uh to Lewis. <laughs> he, he's just sitting there with his hair all frazzled and that big thing, that, that big contraption on his head. The role, Rick Moranis. Uh, Harold Ramis. Well, obviously not. No, <laughs> no they're not going to get Harold Ramis. That would be a heck of a Ghostbusters. Hey, the ghost of Harold Ramis shows up. You could deep, deep fake him the whole time. Why not? Sure. Friend of the show, a regular guest of the show, Jim, um, has got himself like some app and he deep faked his face into Bloodsport. Sweet. <laughs> He's participating in the Kumite. <laughs> instead of, instead of Jean-Claude Van Damme, it's his face, but Jean-Claude Van Damme's body. <laughs> <laughs> Spectacular. 
Is that on so Facebook? Good. He's he's posted it to his Facebook. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to go, go look for that. It. Oh, it's spectacular. I started watching it. And I, I don't see the guy that often. Like I I know what he looks like, but it's, you know, my my memory of him is 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, and with diff- slightly different facial hair. Um, and so I saw that and I was like, what the f- is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Jim. <laughs> I saw the posting on uh, Reddit, the, the little quick take of um, Chris Evans over Homelander as a, as a little, like a one minute long snippet of them doing Chris Evans over Homelander. Story. Oh, putting Chris Evans' face on Homelander. Yeah. That, that gigantic jag. It was pretty good, actually. I mean, it was it was fairly well done. Well, I mean, then those those two characters are diametric opposites, which makes it yeah. Are you guys caught up on season two of that? I am of what? The boys. The boys. Oh, I haven't started watching it. Mother <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> yeah, Did you guys hear about okay. Rick? Rick Moranis got attacked. He got sucker punched by some dude yeah, on the it's, street. It's the, the they call it the knockout game where you just walk yeah. up to somebody randomly and punch them in the head as hard as you can. But it happened like two blocks from the building on Central Park West. From the original yeah. movie. From the bot building? From from the skyscraper. Oh, the the, oh, the e- Evo Shandor's building. Okay. <laughs> Which was not Evo Shandor's building and um looks completely different. For the top third of it, they fake that. Yeah, the, in the movie. The, what was the whole? It's a matte painting on the top. Made yeah. out of what kind of metal alloy was that? Um, it had cold riveted girders with cores of pure selenium. <laughs> Which, yeah, that, that people don't. It was uh, out of that. It was uh, <laughs> intended to. It was, it was the same kind of uh, structure or same kind of uh, whatever that NASA uses to detect deep pulsars in space or pulsars in deep space or something. Isn't selenium what um, David Duchovny used in the dandruff shampoo to get rid of the giant monster in Evolution? Um, yeah, ah! it was. It was. It was. It was head and shoulders. <laughs> had selenium in it or something like that. I, it was some. Yeah, whatever the the active ingredient was, that was yeah. what made the the, evol- the evolved creatures like shrivel and die. That's right. They went up. So they, the, they filled up a they filled up a, a pumper truck <laughs> with head and shoulders, which must have had a spectacular um, uh, 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 product placement agreement because <laughs> it was mentioned and shown quite a lot in the last third of that movie. What a ridiculous movie that was. Oh, that's I'll, great. It's got one of my, my it's got probably my favorite um uh David Duchovny line ever. Which, which is, is when he moons the general. Oh. <laughs> he bends over and he goes, Fruit basket for the whatever the general's name was. I can't think of the general. Like let's say it's Holly, like fruit basket for General Holly. <laughs> <laughs> and he's hanging grapes. And then like <laughs> Yes, it's selenium sulfide. There you go. The active ingredient in Head and Shoulders. All that movie also directed by Ivan Reitman. Very interesting. That was yes, it, was, it, it, was, it was. It's 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 it, it. Yeah, it is. It's one of those movies that it's far more entertaining than it has any right to be. Um, and it was like, it was one of those weird things where like it's an Ivan Reitman movie, but then it's got David Duchovny in like probably his first like notable film role coming off the X Files. <laughs> Yeah, this is like uh, he 2001, was the leading, he was the so this lead, is the, the, he's the lead character. Right after he he left the show. Or was and this it? is where Orlando Jones trans transitioned from being the seven, you know, make seven up yours. Yeah. Ads. 
was it where he was the seven up guy was it also Julianne Moore? yes right? and julianne moore and yep. sean william scott oh was he one of the two students uh, yeah i think so uh he's the he's 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 the fireman trainee he's trying to be oh, a is that what he is yeah and he keeps failing the test and then at the end he gets this you know spooge a bunch of um head and shoulders out of the pumper truck <laughs> <laughs> he's there he's their connection for the fire ah. station yeah because they have a whole thing there's a whole sequence where he's like trying to do the the fireman test thing where they have like you you got to go like up the stairs in the building with a whole bunch of gear and all that kind of thing you can't do it fast enough. I really need to see this movie again. I, I only so ever saw it once. It's so silly. Fruit basket. Yeah. For- <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like a, a little bit of a preview of him, of him uh, from his uh, character from Californication. That's something that that, that character. Yeah, that's done. true. That is very true. That's like he had his character in there had that, se- that kind of sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I think he channeled kind of the same side of himself to both those characters. Although he wasn't nearly as self-destructive no. in evolution. <laughs> Um, so how the house Philo or Philo or whatever the hell you call it? P H I L O. Yeah, they don't give you a pronunciation on it, but um, I'm assuming it's Philo. Sure. Um, actually, it's it's not. I mean, for twenty bucks a month for really the only channels that I ever gave a shit about what comes to Directv. Um, I like it. It's uh, sometimes you get into these really long kind of advertising. Like it'll show like ten commercials at one time, just like damn, you go take a dump or something and then come back and. Does it give you like a progress bar so you know you have time to take a dump? They just keep, they just keep going. Now, see, that's bad. They should at least say advertisement in the upper corner so that you know that you know they're they're going. But that's only every once in a while. I think it's like if you try to, um, if you just use it to watch live stuff, you know, you just turn on the channel and you push it all the way forward to go to live. Um, then it just shows you the normal commercials. But if you, the neat, the neat thing about it. So if I'm, you know, let's say it's 645 and I tune in and, you know, let's say I'm going BBC America and it's Star Trek next generation at 645, you have the option to watch from the beginning, the show that's currently on. That's nice. Oh, cool! That's nice. Like yeah, instant, so instant on demand kind of. To go you to can live part jump of it. back to it, right? And so I think that's where those additional advertisements come from. Is if you're trying to, if they're trying to get some historical stuff. Sure. Um, and then if I watch, let's say I watch that ten minutes of that Next Generation show, and they're like, "Oh, I really like that episode," but you know, I have to leave and I turn it off. When I come back to Philo tomorrow it will say, do you want to pick up where you left off on what you were last watching? That's handy. And it will then just show you the rest. You could, you could then go back and watch what you were watching. Um, so it's kind of, it's like a, it's streaming, but with history. So that, that just offers up to you. So you can either switch to live if you want, or you can just go back to the front of whatever it is you want to watch. And That's a feature uh, that, that all of these platforms should have, including cable. Yeah. <laughs> but they're showing i mean but they're showing you know what's currently on the science channel and bbc america and comedy central and all that so it allows you to sort of just pop right back which i think is pretty that's pretty handy i may have to switch to this from uh from sling i yeah honest. this 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 may be the thing this that cheaper, i end up going it, with if this is cheaper and it looks like i've got it's got the, the channels that i want yep. that i they can't will give get you a set, they'll give you a seven-day free trial 
Yeah, I may have to I may have to check this out and, and drop sling because I just I just don't use sling enough. Yeah. And this is cheaper to get the couple of things that I just yeah. looked real I'm quickly to with, I'm less enthralled with some of the like if you're trying to fast forward and rewind, it's a little not great. But yeah, that's, well, that's the interface anyway. So. You, you, sure. And it may it may or may not be that way on a smart TV. And to be honest, like if for me, like if if it's just if it's a if there's a couple of shows that I just have to be careful about that sort of thing is like remember okay my my rewind's going to be weird, right. um whenever I watch something on Philo then okay fine then that's just what I have to keep you know if it's going to save me, you know a lot of money because I'm still well I'm still well below what I was paying with cable, God, yeah. um even with multiple streaming services because you can get like you know you get this thing and then you get the add on for like twelve dollars or. Like if you do the if you're willing to do the promotional thing, I grabbed HBO Max via Hulu for like eight bucks a month or some stupid price. I haven't looked. For at a, the, I have to keep it for a year, but it's like. Yeah, and I haven't looked at the. I watch HBO shows all the time, so yeah, that's, that's a good. That's almost right. half. You can Disney Plus and Hulu. It may, may not have been eight, but it was a significant savings via Hulu. And you could do Disney Plus and Hulu as a bundle now, right? Disney you can do, Plus, Hulu, you can do and so many things, so many different ways. Now you can probably yeah. find something that satisfies you. Owned, since Disney owned both, I thought they'd yeah. give the option of like a bundled price for the two of them. It is. It's. I think uh, Disney Plus because I just turned it back on, mm-hmm. literally like a couple of days ago, anticipating the Mandalorian coming up, and I knew that there's um there's a behind the scenes, um documentary sort of series that's eight episodes about the making of the first season of the Mandalorian. That's really good. I watch, I binge the whole thing in one day. <laughs> um, I don't have, have either of you seen that? I haven't seen the first step. I haven't seen the first season. Oh, you haven't seen the show. They, I've heard plenty about it, but I have not seen it. There's one episode in particular where they, they go into how they did all the special effects and they basically built a room that is, a giant circle of like 20 foot tall LED video screen with an LED video screen ceiling. And everything that you see in the backgrounds is, is filmed in camera projected onto that screen. Oh, neat. So rather than do it on a green screen and post it. Right. And it uses, um, game video game engine with, uh, like Unreal or something like that. I don't know what it is, but it's uh, it it real time tracks the camera movements so that it gives the correct parallax. So it's constantly changing what's going on in the background. And if you're just standing there looking at it, it looks weird. But whatever whatever the camera sees is perfect. Yeah, and some that's what you see stuff. on the show, and it's yeah, some of those unbelievable. Are just unbelievable rendering in, in those real time engines now. It really is something else. But yeah, it's the first time they've ever done it on anything, and it's a. Uh, it was John Favreau um, coming from doing what was it, Jungle Book and The Lion King, where they used bits and pieces of the technology and then bringing it all together and do it, to do it on this on the show, you know, with the budget that they had for a TV show. He's got enough director clout at this point that I think he could have that he can put in for something like that and say, let's experiment. Yep, we can make this technology work. But um, yeah. So I just just signed back up for that. Mandalorian hits. Well, it'll be what? Two days from when you're listening to this, Friday the thirtieth, right? Um, so it's six ninety nine a month just for Disney Plus, and I think it's nine ninety nine a month for Disney Plus, Hulu, and I think they call it ESPN Plus. 
but I didn't get that because I don't, I don't have enough time to watch <laughs> stuff on just Disney Plus. I'm just not sure if I would. If, I mean, I I don't know that there's enough on Disney Plus to justify me having it long term. Yeah, you know, it'd be something that I would buy just long enough to watch Mandalorian, and then that's it. that's where I'm at with yeah. Disney Plus with CBS All Access. Like I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, well, in December I'll be starting up CBS All Access again for two months, and then I'll turn it off because the stand is coming. Ah, they might as well just, in some senses, just make the show purchasable as just you know, rather than sign up for the service, what to watch one thing. Just because that's what people are doing and they're giving the option to do well, it. Well, the thing, the thing about it is, is that there's plenty of, yeah, there's plenty of people that are just like, okay, they sign up and they watch the Mandalorian and you know, all in one month and then they let it lapse and they don't. But there's a lot of people who sign up and they watch the Mandalorian in one month and then they start looking around mm-hmm. and they say, oh, and I found this and I found this and I found this. And next thing you know, they've got it for six months. Ask Mike about HBO. Yeah, I was just going to say, or they, <laughs> they sign up for, for uh, HBO to watch Game of Thrones and then they forget for a year. <laughs> and have HBO that they're paying for for a year and not watching it. <laughs> That's my own fault, though. Two hundred forty dollars. There you go. Or but yeah. but and and there's that, and then there's just people who yeah. Well, now they they found this other thing. It's like oh, I didn't know this was on here too. And da-da-da. yeah, yeah I, that they, or an advertisement or something. Sell people you can rent the rent it for rent the Mandalorian as a show for five ninety nine. So just watch it. Uh, and then if you do it for, you know, but if you do it for four ninety nine, we won't show you, or we'll show you advertisement or something like that. Well, yeah. now you're just uh, innovating. What are you, what's what's wrong with you? <laughs> you're providing options in a in a in a world filled with options. Like what the? Come on, man. <laughs> I think they should. They really need to start trying to do product um, swappable product placement. <laughs> Where the actors have to act with like green screen objects, like little yeah, green so, objects. You know, and, you know, like you're, and they like, can deep fake them saying different products' names where they can actually well, change like their mouth. When they're holding up the head and shoulders bottle. Yeah, and they're like right? the camera is like tight on it. Yeah. When you rent evolution now instead of a head and shoulders bottle, it's hurt or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Like, whatever the <laughs> you know, oh back in the day when Pepsi was sponsoring a show, everybody was drinking from a can of Pepsi and then Yeah, yeah, but that, if it's just in that a, really unnatural way that nobody holds a can that yeah. makes yeah, sure yeah. that like yeah. your fingers are yeah, not so clutched all the way around it, you can clearly yeah. see the uh, the the, yeah. the logo yeah, the, of the billboards in the background. You know, yeah. just put the billboards in the background and stuff. It can be showing Hey, you know, of of all the shows and movies for the Mandalorian in in uh when you're watching back to the future of yeah. all the shows and andy you saw chuck yes chuck you watch chuck the tv show chuck about the super spy chuck guy who worked at a box store became a super spy tv show called chuck ran five years okay you haven't watched it the point is in the later seasons um the show was it was doing okay but not great so they had to find ways to to uh bring the budget under control and so they signed a big product placement thing with subway sandwiches <laughs> and there was i th- this is great this is great it's like what the community did like, like subway suddenly became a thing like yes. on, on yeah community. Like, chuck did the same thing subway is like they are savvy they did this with both shows where it became like we want you to to, to feature subway we don't need a Subway sandwich. We don't need to mention Subway in every episode. But when you do, it's part of the plot. Yeah. 
like the characters make a point of going to Subway and they talk about going there and they mention a sandwich. And they did that in like half of the episodes over the course of one season because there was like Big Mike was like there was a character. He was the manager of the store. He's a big dude. And so he would always end up going to Subway to have whatever sandwich was like the low calorie flavor of the month kind of thing. And they made a big thing out of it. And they were really blatant and like totally winking at the audience going, yeah, this is why this right here, this scene that we're doing, haha, when we're talking about Subway, this is why you get your show. Yeah. Because if we didn't do this, you wouldn't have this season. <laughs> like they were big wink. It was fun. Yeah. I remember that in, in community, wasn't it that didn't Subway like, uh, it subway sure, leased surely out wanted to, surely wanted to open it and they put subway in instead they put subway in instead and then they had a person who came in who actually like legally changed their name to subway and so they had to call him subway like during the course <laughs> of the episode so the word subway got said like 10 times because somebody had like given up their it was a big joke they made a thing out of it like i gave up my norm my my identity for five years i'm always i'm officially known as subway and they, they sold like, sold their their, their own and, naming rights yeah for them as a person <laughs> yeah but then the end of the was the end they of made the a whole thing out of it later on then um uh chevy went ahead and sponsored her yeah something like that pierce pierce bailed her yes. pierce helped pierce helped her out okay, for the... because he did do nice things once in a while Everyone's despite fine. being a gigantic prick on the show and off the show and yeah <laughs> Not not the best coworker. Put it that but way. yeah, hey, you know, Craig did file a try for for the seven day free trial. It's it's neat. Yeah, I'll, yeah. We'll, we'll 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 think about it. Absolutely, because I I just don't use Sling as much as I used to. Right. And like, as I said, there's only like there's only like six seven channels that I cared about at all. So yeah, I've officially I've like my my whole life is refocused, recalibrated to the way I do things now. Like when I I gave up cable a few years ago, and so. Like I very rarely watch anything that's like whatever, you know, what's live on the, on, on whatever channel. There was a time when like, you know, I put something like TBS or something on with just reruns of sitcoms. Those would be in the background when I was doing, you know, computer stuff or whatever. Like, I don't even do that anymore. Now it's like literally just go to Netflix and like press Seinfeld and just let it run. Yeah. <laughs> and just have Seinfeld in the background. It's like, oh, I never, I don't remember seeing this episode ever because every so often you discover that because it's like yep. you never rerun certain episodes. Like that. I haven't seen this episode in 20 years or, or I don't remember anything about this episode. I've been doing that with Parks and Rec. Been like that with MASH every so often. You know, like every, every third episode is like, I don't recall ever seeing this. Have, have either of you seen or watched Shit's Creek yet? I have not. I, I watched like the first episode once just to it. try it out. Didn't get into it. What's that, Andy? Heard of it, never watched it. Oh, you both of you need to start watching it as soon as you can. <laughs> it is my new favorite sitcom. Is it over? Did yes. they wrap it? Yes, and yeah. all six seasons are on Netflix. There you go. It's a 30, 30 minute? It, yeah, they're like... um. 20 something like 22 minute yeah, whatever minute. yeah because they were they broadcast on some um i think it was called pop was the channel okay. i we never what got was, it what was the channel <laughs> it was on freeform well it was it's a cbc Lord. canadian broadcasting uh yeah, yeah show yeah. um so it was on regular tv 
you know. Sure. So it has. I come across. I come across those every time. Wasn't it like, twenty-one minutes and some, forty seconds or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but they, yeah, they go by. They go by quickly. The there, it's like thirteen or fourteen episodes per season for six seasons. Is it a audience show or not? No, it's whatever they call it, single camera. Single camera comedy. Yeah. Like Scrubs. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. Friends. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. But it's um. It's not, so not shot, not shot in a studio. And, and again, not that, not that awards mean anything, but there's a reason why it swept the Emmys this year. Let's just say that. I mean, they got <laughs> best actor, best actress, best supporting actor, best supporting actress, best show, best writing, best directing, all that stuff. I think, um, <laughs> it's just, it's just so, so good. Um, it's, it's up there with all of, you know, community and parks and rec and the office and all of the, the shows that and scrubs and Chuck and all the ones we, we like, um, but particularly Catherine O'Hara. Oh my God. The character <laughs> of Moira Rose. It's at least once an episode. They have her say the most insane, crazy shit. And it's just like one line where she'll exchange two or three normal words for like 75 cent words that don't really make sense in the usage that she's using it. And then she does it in that weird kind of mid-Atlantic accent <laughs> where she's trying to sound like, oh, so hoity-toity. And uh, the, the one that happens in the, in, it's the best one, I think, and happens in early in the sixth season, she says, uh, she's talking to her daughter and she says, Alexis, you shouldn't count your poultry until it's incubated. <laughs> <laughs> trying to sound like a regular person. But using big words, right? But it's to the point where she uses it's it's multiple big words used in a way that have never been used before, so that you you know. And thank God they give the whoever whoever she's talking to, they give them the beat, the half a beat of like where they kind of cock their head to the side, where they're trying to figure out what she said too, and it gives you the audience a chance to figure out what she said. Yeah. <laughs> That's... Swapping, out, swapping out for the synonyms that nobody ever uses. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Somebody just like, we'll, we'll write the line and then we'll like, <laughs> we'll, we'll write the line. Maybe this is how they do it, right? Yeah. The writer, writer's room, they da, 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 back and forth. Somebody writes, somebody writes the episode, they bring it back in and then they hand it off to somebody who wasn't in the writer's room, who has no idea. They give them the line, no context and say, yeah. here's a thesaurus. <laughs> Change this line to be multi-syllable words. Yes. That essentially mean the same thing, and then we'll plug that back in. Yep. <laughs> uh, the good place is good for for people that say weird stuff too. It's or it, it's got great lines. Like, God, I love that show. That show is so well done. It's reminding me of all this, all the little stuff that like I've kind of forgot about, like Arizona trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> She's an Arizona trash bag. You, hey, first time Trevor shows up. Hey, you look like a piece of. Shit. You belong with us. <laughs> Could you smile? You look so pretty when you smile. <laughs> He's on like, you're on the three, was it? The line is like, you're on the, uh, welcome to the three, either on the train to go back to the bad place. He's like, welcome to the 315 to the bad place where it's entirely too hot. And every time, or like, uh, <laughs> it, it, where, where it's where it's too hot and every and, and the temperature will go up go up one degree every time you think about how hot it is 
And then he's like, oh, you just thought about it. (laughs) (laughs) Making entirely too many stops. Except they have to get back in time for him to watch The Bachelor, which they established earlier on the show is one of the things that gets you in the bad place. Watching The Bachelor? Being a fan of The Bachelor. Being emotionally, if you've ever watched The Bachelor, any of its sister shows, or become emotionally invested in any of the the people on the show. I can can get behind that as being a rule, for sure. Well, it's great because they have they have they have Michael give um, Eleanor this test of all these things, and then most of the things he brings up pop up with the bad place people, um, or with where or with some other character in a flashback. Like there's they mentioned like, have you ever had a um, uh, a vanity license plate? <laughs> and you find out that um, Eleanor's her crappy roommate that she does the t-shirt scam with. The the t-shirt scam girl is is going to like in, in one of the flashbacks, she's leaving to go get her vanity license. Points. Oh. <laughs> like, like everything Michael mentions pops up with another character sometime in the next like three episodes as like, these are terrible people because they do all these things. Like he's in motion. We have to be back in time in time for the Trevor's like, we have to be back in time for the bachelor. If I miss the rose ceremony. <laughs> now you look like a piece of crap. I think with the various, various broadcasters, because they can sort of, pick up on what shows that people watch now instead of having to do the Nielsen boxes anymore. Yeah. If you, if you do watch The Bachelor, like they'll detect, like if you watch more than one hour of The Bachelor, your income tax goes up by 1%. <laughs> they just pen- we should have society penalize you in some way. Right. Well, if we get, if we get one of those... We're going to need to spend money to offset your idiocy. Yeah. If we get if we get one of those systems where we all have like a social standing and there's upvoting and downvoting everybody else, it should be tied into your yeah, like if you get if you get a vanity license plate, you're you, that's like twenty downvotes. Like boom, 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 boom. Just your social your social cred goes down. I mean, they do charge you more to get the vanity license plate. And that's, then that's they, true, but they also make a point of like pointing out like their bad vanity license plates, right. like boob guy, you know, like that's my vanity license plate says boob guy. Hey, ass man. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that would be bringing joy into the world, and I would think you would earn positive points for the good place. You're just you're doing nothing but spreading joy when you got an ass man license plate. Everybody's going to go home with a great story when they see that. Hey, I was I was on the freeway behind the ass man. <laughs> ass man, woo! <laughs> giddy up! Giddy up. <laughs> oh boy! Do you remember the at one point when he he introduces uh, the the other cast members to the girl the girl that he met because he had the ass man license plate. At one point, he comes in and he's like, you know, having this plate is really nice. And, and he said, meet whatever the hell her name was. Right. She says, hi. And then she turns around to walk out and she's got a very full figure, very round. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks at it and he looks up at them and goes, oh. This <laughs> <laughs> does one of those. Uh-huh. She, kind of walks, she does this little saunter out the door where she like swings her hips a little more than she's accentuating yeah, she's, she's, the, uh, she's yeah. wearing just the right clothing to really yeah. bubble yeah. it and yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh boy 
Yeah, I'm getting to the point. I'm 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 maybe five years away. Like I'll never have to watch another new TV show. Like, there's, just so, <laughs> there's so many good TV shows that I love that I can rewatch that I can just I can just live off of those for the rest of my life. It's like, oh, it's time to rewatch Parks and Rec. <laughs> uh, I just discovered that Amazon uh, Prime has uh, Buffy and Angel. I watched so much of that when I, when the DVDs came out. Um, I like, I just like, I have zero interest in watching them again. And oh, that may change sometimes, I the whole but I watched so much. I never, never rewatched any of it. Oh, I rewatched like crazy. In the early days of my DVD player, <laughs> when, those, <laughs> when those were coming out, those got played a lot. Was the last was time great. you rewatched you could, it could, when, when we watched it with you? Probably. Yeah. When we re- rewatched like two thirds. Ten of years season, ago. Two thirds of the show when I first I moved here. I watched a couple of the episodes when they were in, you know, I watched a little bit when it was being syndicated and all that, you know, here and there. Kind of like how, you know, Charmed pops up on TNT all the time. Oh, I was watching the show when it was on, and then I would rewatch. Um, I did do all the DVDs of Buffy. I'd, you know, I'd rewatch a whole season before the next season came out. and so, But those are available now, so we started going back, <laughs> go back through those once we finished season two of The Boys. So. You could probably go back and watch, rewatch Buffy at some point. See, the thing is, is like, I would, I would, probably skip i'd skip the first season of buffy i'd probably skip all the way to the maybe watch a few episodes of angel from the first and second season and then start watching it in the third because the show really starts to rock in the third when fred i I liked angel more than i like buffy well angel angel gets really good at the end of the second season it's okay through most of it through the through the beginning and then when it hits the end of the second season they go to pilea and they introduce fred and you learn so much more about lorne yeah. Um, and then they bring Fred back with them, and then the show really takes off in the third season. My opinion, I like. I know a lot. Of, a lot of people only like the first couple seasons because later on is when they effed up Cordelia's character, and they did that, you know, the Connor thing that everybody hated. And oh God, I I have no problem with Connor. I have no problem with any of that storyline. As much as I hated Faith and Buffy. When they introduced Connor, I was like, all right, now I have somebody I hate even more. <laughs> But at the same time, I I like the, the 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 strongest part of Angel is Wesley's character arc from like the third season on. Oh he's, yeah, he's, Wesley, he's, yeah, he's he's no longer he's he stops by 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 partway through the second season he's not the dippity do guy anymore he's not like <laughs> he's like he turns into kind of a badass by the yeah. time you hit third season and then he goes he gets really dark and everything his whole life falls apart and he's got a great character arc probably the best character arc of any character in both those shows. From like where he starts to where he ends. Oh yeah. Biggest, biggest change. Anywho. You remember <laughs> Wesley from the second season of uh, Buffy, Mike. Total thoughts. If you didn't watch, yeah, he was the the second when Faith, when they find Faith, the second slayer, then they, they send another watcher. And he's the the goody two shoes British guy that is like the by the books really he's like he's like super duper stuffy like where giles is stuffy but like normal stuffy yeah, yeah he's normal british stuffy like i don't remember this stuffy. guy oh yeah wesley shows. he's just he's only, he's only he's in a few episodes and he basically kind of gets told off hmm. um was that the second season or was no third season sorry that was third season when they have the when it, when, it, when the principal's the the big bad guy by the end, he's just like, I just want to help. Like, they, like nobody respects him anymore. Nobody, like, everybody wants him to go away. And when they're going to have the big fight at the high school, he's just, I just, I just want to help. Season three was the principal. Yeah, that was their graduation. Right. I'm trying to remember what season that was. It was the principal was going to eat all the graduates in order to right. turn into a giant snake monster, <laughs> <laughs> which he did. 
Uh, we yeah. don't want to spoil it. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't the principal. Sorry, he was the. He was the governor or mayor. The mayor. Yeah. He eats the principal. <laughs> <laughs> the third principal. Three separate principals get eaten on that show. <laughs> yeah, they all get eaten. Yeah, they all get eaten. <laughs> One of them gets torn to bits by a pack of, uh, like, there's a pack of students that have, like, some, like, they turn bestial animal kind of werewolfy or something like that. They're not werewolves, but they're kind of like that. It's an episode called The Pack, and that's the one where yeah, Xander becomes part of, part of that group. They're and right. so, yeah, he's, he's worried that he helped to tear the principal to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Um, or maybe there was only the two, the two principals, but yeah, they both, if there's just two of them, maybe, but they, yeah, they both get eaten. One gets torn to pieces and mostly eaten and one gets swallowed whole. <laughs> oh, spoilers, everybody for a show that's been off the air for 20, almost 20 years. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> I mean, they moved on. Right. Before, what a fun show. Yeah. Principals anymore. Yeah. Well, they had to, they, and it was, uh, uh, uh Armin Shimmerman who played right. pork without any makeup on. Guy who played yes. Quark on DS, uh, Deep Space Nine. The bald, little little short bald guy. Was he Ferengi? Yeah, he was. He played. Yeah, you know, he was Quark, the Ferengi, the the uh, owned the bar. Anywho, even more tripped on memory lane. Go back and watch these shows, everybody. Because <laughs> eventually they're going to remake them, and then people are going to stop thinking about the old ones. Well, not that's not true. The younger generations are going to stop thinking about the old ones. We're going to still be like the real Buffy <laughs> is the one that had the really uneven first season. The younger generation might not even know there was an original. They might be like, "Hey, have you seen this new show, Buffy? This is awesome, man!" Yeah, and the um, great thing is that they was won't already know there was a TV show a- and a yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, they won't. I was good. I was just about to get there, and they won't know that there was a movie first. Yeah. Think and, about and, when and, we and were that like, the movie is briefly referred to in the show. When we're 70 years old and something is going to come out and be like, Star Wars is going to be a complete raiment of <laughs> Star Wars. We'll be like, what the? Somebody's, somebody is eventually going to remake some of those shows that, you know, that we grew up with. Oh, Disney owns them. You guarantee there's going to yeah. be a remake. And it's like, hmm, Disney are... owns them now. If Lucas had kept them, maybe not. But with Disney owning them, yeah, there'll be, a new, ho- there'll be a, a new New Hope in 20 years. <laughs> well, is that what they'll call it? And it'll be a musical, and they'll do it live on television, because that's <laughs> Disney's thing right now for well, remakes. Far enough in the future, so they'll be using real lightsabers. That'll be nice. <laughs> real hover bikes, and uh, I'm on board for that. In <laughs> a live show, I'd watch. That's that's like watching Evil Knievel. That's watching just to see if there's a crash. They're going to actually blow up a planet so that they can. <laughs> <laughs> do we really need Mercury? <laughs> No, isn't it all just you know charcoal by now anyway? It's that close just to the too sun. hot. They'll find they'll find you know one of those other micro planets. They'll paint the whole thing red. <laughs> it looks like and then they'll go boom and blow. And then they'll blow it up, and will and and when the planet blows up, there will legitimately be an actual from science from the explosion big ring that goes up and down that shoots out as the planet blows up and we'll be, we'll be like oh i guess that oh wow that does really happen. does happen <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was i thought that was like some stupid special effect make sure that it sparkles right yeah <laughs> and then what's going to happen is 10 years after that one of those pieces that was really big because it was a artificial explosion of this planet is going to come shooting through the solar system and like land on new york or something like that it's really like Oops. <laughs> and then somebody will sue the production company and 
uh, Disney alone, you know, two trillion dollars in restitution or something like that. You think you you think there's people out there that were cranky when they when they made new Star Trek movies and made somebody other than William Shatner into Captain Kirk? Wait till there's a different Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Holy crap! <laughs> people will lose their minds. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of uh, hover things and musicals, one of the new bonus features in the Back to the Future 35th anniversary box set <laughs> is Back to the Future the musical behind the scenes that is, that is one of the features i will not be watching oh come on <laughs> gotta I'm, join the clean plate club i'm just kidding i'll watch it <laughs> i was gonna say i've already watched it i was <laughs> i'm watching it now as we're talking <laughs> they should do i would like to see there should be an inception thing because i think it would be really interesting to see footage of the people who are filming behind the scenes stuff <laughs> I think it would be really neat to see the person running around with a camera going up into the actors' faces and talking to them. A documentary of the documentary, yeah. Yeah, I think that would be neat to to actually witness the person, the people, and who are doing those those ongoing behind the scenes filming. That's that's the that's the the movie equivalent of the painting of the person painting the painting of the person painting the painting. Don't you think? Don't you wonder? Like, <laughs> person who's going up and interviewing the actors and actresses and like they're trying to put the movie together and here's some guy running around with a camera going, what are you doing? talking to him about what it is they're doing today wouldn't it be interesting to see that being done <laughs> why not no. maybe yeah. for maybe for the like every time but we need to see it once to see what that looks like maybe for the 50th anniversary yeah. that person with that camera better be damn entertaining and there better be a good arc to their story. <laughs> I don't want to just follow them around a day at work. What is this? Bring your bring your lazy 50-year-old to work day? <laughs> That's what I am. So I wonder if this has any of the any of the um any significant pieces of the uh now I can't think of his name. Redheaded guy. Guy. You know that one redheaded guy. The footage of of the dude who was Marty McFly for two thirds of the movie that they filmed Eric and Stoltz. threw away. Eric Stoltz. Thank you. Oh, Eric Stoltz. I wonder if he That's... had to like, if he has to pay every year something for them not to release that. <laughs> like, not to release what the footage that we've all seen on YouTube. We've only seen bits and pieces of it though. They have like. We've seen enough. over half the movie. To, I don't need to see anymore. <laughs> well, they need to keep coming up with stuff to put on these anniversary box sets. Oh, you got to wait another 15 years. Wait till the 50th. <laughs> What's that, Andy? I've seen any of the footage of Eric Stoltz's. I mean, I know that that's what he did. He was, but I don't think I've seen any of the footage. I've seen it and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, clearly that's that's totally a different take. And yep. I understand why they changed it. And I don't need to see, you know, half the movie of him doing that. I want to know. Some of the scenes. Um, of then the again, I didn't need to see the solo movie. Some of the first ep- the first episode of Firefly wasn't Rebecca Gayhart, is that right? Who was Inara first? Yeah. And then they, but they filmed all of her scenes like almost solo, so that because I guess Joss Whedon wasn't sure that she was going to be right for the role, and so then when they re- yeah, she had a lot of one or sh- like a one lot of one or shots, you know, like it was just yeah. her in the frame, so they could just slot somebody else in there if they had to. She wasn't sure that she was going to work out, and then she didn't work out, so they had to redo all of it with her in the background. Oh, okay. 
And and I find myself wondering, like, well, if 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 that show had managed to go most of a season with Rebecca Gayhart, like the original show did, would their chemistry have been there? Because that was one of the driving forces of the show was that Mal and uh, Inara had chemistry. Yeah, they had that. It was tension. It was ten- Yeah, they had a tension chemistry kind of, kind of at each other's throats, but clearly like this close to fucking. <laughs> as much as you could on network tv right well yeah that was like I somebody had some, I saw, there were some scenes of her with clients i mean they, they had there were some scenes with her some exposure not like but i mean clearly stuff was going on highly suggestive yes well, the the first you see of her, she is on her back with a dude laying on top of her, <laughs> and they're they're sweating and moaning. So that's the first scene you see of her in the first episode that didn't air until like the tenth week of the show, and it was on. What are you doing in there? Is that space yoga? <laughs> and then later in that same episode, she's giving herself a sponge bath. <laughs> Somebody, somebody doctored well, you practice, that. Right? Somebody, I got to bring this up. Somebody doctored the Adams Family script from 1991 to to have this in there, where it's you know Morticia says Gomez, Gomez says Carida. Um, last night you were uh, you were unhinged. You were like some desperate um, howling demon. You frightened me. Do it again. And, and Gomez quickly goes to her bedside. And then in parentheses, it says, writer's note, we should get the sense as much as humanly possible that all these, all this couple does is fuck. <laughs> their only, their only want on this earth is to fuck. And they do. I understand this is intended to be a kid's movie, but I want to stress, I can't, or I cannot stress the importance <laughs> that these two consistently teeming with frankly demonic levels of horniness for one another. If we cannot agree on this, I walk. But you should know I already spent the money. <laughs> Somebody uh, likes Morticia and uh, Gomez's chemistry. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a kids' movie, but clearly those two are like, well, you like, know, you got, all the time. You got to yeah. put some, 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 uh, you know, under, under, under the radar jokes in there for the parents, right? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> under the radar jokes. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, I mean, you do that. You you can you can find the the adult jokes in the you know in the Pixar movies and all that kind of stuff. It is really kind of amazing some of the stuff that they do when you go back and look, and you're like, "Holy crap!" You didn't realize it at the time when you saw it as a kid. You see it as an adult, you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah there's like this blatant sex oh, joke." I totally missed that this was in there. Like, holy crap! <laughs> That's a joke about swinging. did you know that there's a joke about swinging in the little mermaid (laughs) (laughs) we took a uh babysitting for a friend's son this is years and years ago um and he was he was a kid i was six seven years old something like that and they said take take, you want us to go see the new um, the new animated, I think it was the Road Road Del Dorado, mm-hmm. and with Rosie Perez as the voice of the lead female, right? And just a hyper curvy, drawn 
character. But then there's a whole scene where she takes one of the guys behind a couch <laughs> and starts clearly. Yeah, and, and as a li- a, the little kids are like, oh, the they're, they're kissing. Ew. He's just, he doesn't even know what the f- is going on. I'm looking over. The, the adults are like, no, they're not just <laughs> kissing. <laughs> just not realizing that, you know, back in the day, we had no idea that that's, you know, like, oh, okay. Well, it's like in Back to in Back to the Future, when Marty's telling George his plan, and he George holds up the brazier and he goes, "You're gonna go touch her on her," you know. And then when when <laughs> you know Biff gets in the car with her, it's like, oh, more than touching her on her, what well, is happening? Did you have you it's heard the dark? Um, there was the the bit from John Mulaney. John Mulaney's bit about that when when the guys are pitching that scene, pitch, or pitching that movie. Yeah, we won't go do the whole thing. Look up John Mulaney pitches uh, Back to the Future. Is this in one of his Netflix specials? Oh, yeah, we're going to, he's going to try and rape his mother. (laughs) 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 Yeah, and then we're going to suggest that a white guy wrote. um, Yeah, and then we're going to suggest that a white guy wrote Johnny B. Good, so we're going to take that away from them. Yeah, that's a pretty funny bit to listen to. And the way he sets it up is like, you know, like so. So the the, the executives are like, so that he do they go? Does he go back in time and like kill Hitler? Like, oh. no. <laughs> we thought it would be fun if he tried if he went back in time and tried to have sex with his mom, <laughs> <laughs> but only a little, just 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 enough to get his 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 uh his dad angry. Right. <laughs> well, the, and there's the little asides. That bit has great little asides too, where he's like, you know, like this high school student whose whose only friend is a disgraced physicist, <laughs> a disgraced <laughs> nuclear physicist who's either forty or eighty. You don't really. Know. Yeah. <laughs> his only friend. Or his, yeah, his best friend, his best friend. Like we accepted that. Like thinking about it, it's like, how the hell did Marty become friends with Doc yeah, Brown? Yeah, we just Marty's a likable guy. Why doesn't he have a bunch of friends? He's never presented as being somebody that wouldn't have friends. He's, he's got a hot girlfriend. Likeable. He's in a he's band. A, we never see him totally, interacting with his bandmates. He's a totally likable guy. He's sketching he, around town on his skateboard. Everybody's waving he, at him. He only hangs around with a disgraced nuclear, nuclear physicist, physicist. <laughs> who who lives in a garage behind the Burger King. <laughs> you'll have to you'll have to link to that bit, Mike. Find it on YouTube. All right, I'll try to find yeah. it. And and has a sound system. Yeah. <laughs> why does Doc have that sound? Why does he have that speaker? He built it. He built it for gag. Marty. He built it for Marty for that gag. So, well, no, what he wanted—that's <laughs> where they got it for um, the Italian job. He wanted a sound system so loud it would blow women's clothes off. <laughs> okay. Because that, that's like, and Marty. The the assumption too is Marty Marty hooks into that. We we know that Marty gets blasted against the wall by the thing, but he right. doesn't know that because he doesn't brace himself. He doesn't do anything to prepare. He just just hooks up. Well, he's, and he's clearly and used he it before, the but there's he's something wrong with but it. Doc, but Doc has done something yes. to it and not told Marty. Uh-huh. <laughs> my, uh huh. My first stop has arrived. Already. Okay. 
Sorry, guys. Thank you, Andy, for Thanks, joining Andy. us. Thanks, Andy. Later, boys. Have fun Bye. fencing. No. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, Marty clearly, <laughs> like, he's used this before, and Doc did something. Doc souped it up but didn't tell Marty, but he did. Didn't yeah. say, Marty, be prepared. This is going to knock your socks off. For real. Yeah. Well, he did something to the clocks, too, that made them all 25 minutes slow. Yeah. And <laughs> didn't tell Marty. Well, and Doc's... Because yeah, Marty can't though, replace but... the batteries in his calculator watch. <laughs> He's never on time for anything. Yeah. Well, then, you know, <laughs> that ties into the theme of the of the movie series about time. Yes. But that, that, that giant speaker makes no sense. No. Like, why would Marty just walk in there and plug into that thing? Like, no warning. Just Doc ostensibly doc brown has no other friends either no <laughs> like he's gonna get his only friend murdered <laughs> you know that doc brown just hangs around with underage boys yeah <laughs> <laughs> he takes him into their he takes him into his garage at least they he's not ro- they play loud rock music at least the real doc brown it wasn't you know didn't have alcohol slobber all around his mouth and constantly belching <laughs> <laughs> with those like you know dead yellow teeth <laughs> yellow teeth and that <laughs> green goo that's hanging from his mouth yeah yeah so creepy <laughs> it's a good show it is i got to watch more all of it. right is oh um, episode yeah real quick circling back to uh ghostbusters 3 oh afterlife that's what it's called. It was originally supposed to be out July 10th of this year, three months ago, <laughs> three and a half months ago. Yeah. It it was then pushed to March, um, and it has now been pushed again to June 11th, 2021, which is the same weekend as the first Ghostbusters film in 1984. <laughs> so hopefully they don't have go. to push it any further. Now they'll just CG it all up. They can't get people in a room together. Just, just like, put it on all the services and let us watch it at home, like we've been doing. Like I watched Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yeah, well, the the studios are going to start playing the game of like, okay, when do we, when are we going to try to put this back in the theater, mm-hmm. and how are we going to do it? And like, we're not going to be able to fill the theaters up, but ultimately, we're going to have to know. do it soon before while there's still theaters to fill up. <laughs> yeah, while there's yeah. still theaters there, and how are the theaters going to make their money? Because not as many people are going to be going, so what they make their money off of concessions, really. Yeah, um, the eight dollar popcorn and their ticket prices, fourteen dollar soda. Their ticket prices are spent. The money they take in for tickets is a lot of it goes toward paying to have the movie there. Yeah licensing the movie so that might change the the nature of how the how everything happens at least for a time you know like like the studios may not license quite as expensively because the theaters just can't afford it they're going to try to make any money we'll see it's interesting lots of weird stuff happening anyway um do we have a question or are we just we do out of here oh yeah we do we do um it's sports related too so Probably oh, not, good. not a bad thing that Andy had to go. He might not have had much input on this. Then again, he might have had, you know, really hilarious input on this. Who knows? We'll never, we won't know because it's, um, it's happening now and he's not here. 165 question. Kevin asks, I was having a debate with a friend the other day on the number of points a team would need to score before you would assume they won. 
and the scores that you know for sure they won a game in different sports. Did that make any sense to you, Craig? Read it again. Yeah. There are two two things here. Um, the number of points that a team would need to score before you would assume that they won. Or in, okay, or, in order that. for you to assume, okay, they're going to win. Okay, without knowing both teams score. Right. The, the winner's score, what number does it have to be before I would go, oh, well, clearly they must have won. Yes. And then, okay. and then also, in addition to that, the score where you, you find out what the, 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 the number is and you know for sure they won a game. How is that different from the first question? I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, so we're going to just, just, we'll just answer that question then. Well, it's, um, it's two levels. It's, 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 it's like the threshold of how high does the score need to be before you're going you're gonna to tip to the side of assuming, yeah, they probably won. Oh, and then, okay. And then, and then, and when, and at then, what point are you sure? Well, and then a, and then a score. At, one point, at what point would you bet everything you own? Yes. Yeah. That they, that they won. Okay. And For um, what sport? Pick a sport. Yeah, so he has a list here. Uh, he wants to know, what are your thoughts on these sports? Football, baseball, soccer, hockey, okay, well, and basketball. Let's, let's, let's do like two sports because I don't care about all those sports. Okay, well, he's, <laughs> he's got a, a, a list of assume and no numbers for all five of those. Which, which ones do you want to do? I assume you want to do football? Sure. Okay, football, he says the, assume, the assumed score, 35. The no, for no sure. I, I, don't, I don't assume that they won. The, the no for sure score, 48. I would go like a touchdown higher for both of those. At yeah, least. me too. Especially with the Packers. I don't assume at 42. I, I've just, I've, I've seen my team get pummeled by getting three scores on them at the end all of a sudden. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> or a team a, comes. Yeah. I, yeah I, like I'd go a little 40. I, I think they it, lose 49 to 47, you know, in overtime. When would I literally bet everything I own? Um, if the score in a football game is 101. Yeah. <laughs> Triple digits. <laughs> that is when I would be like, oh, yep, all in. Everything I've ever earned or ever owned or ever have. Yeah. That, that team won. And then, of course, the, like, you know, like the highest scoring football game ever is like 102 to 101 or something like that. It's like some ridiculous, ridiculously high. It's, 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 it's some game where like it's as if the defense didn't even show up. Was that an NFL game? I think it was a college game in, uh, that was like a ridiculously high score. Is that the highest combined score? I don't know. Because I think the I highest score ever was... Big a, recollection of something I probably read in a book I think it's a years Georgia ago. Tech game from like over 100 years ago where it was 220 something to nothing. Something ridiculous. Matthew can answer that for sure, I'm, I'm sure. Um, okay, so out of baseball, soccer, hockey, and basketball, what do you want to do? <laughs> baseball, who knows? People win that game with one, and some people, some teams need, you need 15 runs to win. I would assume I would I would lean toward they won if they scored seven. I would I would be sure if they scored twelve. That's not far off from Kevin's numbers. He he had a assume eight, no fourteen. Okay. And you're looking at the numbers. So. I I can't yeah I can't guess because <laughs> I'm looking okay, at them. So, so, do, so that's do, fine. Do, I'll play the game. Do one more. Okay, one more. Soccer, Bas- hockey, or basketball? Soccer one and two. Because <laughs> some team scores one, I assume they won the game. If they score two, I'm sure. Um, but let's let's talk basketball. Um, basketball, professional, U.S. NBA basketball. I I assume so. Okay, if they scored eighty points, I I'm pretty sure they won. If they scored a hundred, I'm sure. Well, you were uh, a lot more generous uh, than than Kevin and his friends. 
Um, I don't watch b- basketball, so yeah, <laughs> neither do I. I have no idea if those are really high scores. Kevin said, assume 115, no for oh, sure, 130. 115, 130. Oh, that's too narrow of a gap between the two. Yeah. If you're going to be, if you're, if you're, if you're leaning in that direction at 115, you're not sure till you're at 150. <laughs> I don't think they go. I don't think the scores get that high though. Not since Michael Jordan retired. <clears throat> I don't know if he ever, they ever scored that many. I don't know. I don't watch basketball. Me neither. I don't care. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't watch anything other than the Packers. Yeah. Out, out, outdoor, big, you know, outdoor, big, huge field soccer. I assume, yeah, one and two. That's like kind of where I was. <laughs> yeah. Kevin had two and four. So. And hockey was. Uh, that's, that's the, those are very, both of those are very American answers. Soccer, two points. Oh, Got to watch the game for two, you know, two and a half hours. And there's some, there's three points total scored. But it's a game of defense and, 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 and perseverance. It is. It, it, it's if if it's your thing i I, that's fine it's i I, you know it's there are people there are people that think american football is ridiculous because it's like 10 seconds of action and then you sit there for two minutes i actually enjoy watching it i think it's fun even though the the scoring is low i just don't care i don't you know i don't have a team yeah it's you know it's i've never gotten into any of them so you know if i was invested in a team it'd be a different beast like i'll watch the world cup and I'll, you know, I'll root for I've, someone else's team. Like if there's somebody I know who's really into it and like, oh, we got to go for, you know, yeah. Colombia or whatever, or Brazil or USA. It's like, okay, whatever. I'll just, I'll go with whatever you want. I have never watched um, an everybody else football game because for us, football, American football is football and football, football for everybody else is this. Well, for, except for Canada, um, Foot, soccer. Football. I've never watched a single soccer game of any sort from beginning to end. Wow. Okay. I have. No, not a single one. Yeah. I've not, I haven't watched a baseball game from beginning to end in 30 years. I've never watched a hockey game from beginning to end. I haven't watched a basketball game from beginning to end in probably 20 years. I don't think I've ever watched a basketball game from beginning to end or a hockey game. I have, I, was briefly, I have seen I was, baseball and soccer. I was briefly into basketball kind of a little bit with some people like in college, like, like, like tail end of college, late, late nineties. I watched like some basketball stuff here and there. Basketball. I figured out pretty early on just to watch the fourth quarter. Like there's pretty <laughs> much watch, no point in watching can, can the watch first the last five, three quarters, the last, the last five minutes. And you know, you can say the same thing with football. Like you only have to watch five minutes worth of football to get the whole game. Right. You can watch the, the red zone thing where they just show all the big plays. <laughs> True. Right. Do I really need to watch, you know, <laughs> 11 downs of them slowly running up the field three yards at a time? <laughs> how many four, how many fourth down t- uh, conversions do I have to watch where they just squeak across? Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to see the 60 yard pass, you know, I want to see the kick return that goes back 102. Yeah. I want to see the interception return for 90, you know, the Hail Mary. Yeah, the uh, sixty-three yard or, or the, field or the, goal, or the, or the that bounce, wild, bounces on the like, bottom, the crossbar, and then goes over. <laughs> yeah, and through. The, or or the wild college kick return or punt return where they're lateraling the ball all over the place, and it goes through like seven different players' hands. And yeah, yeah. Play, it takes like thirty seconds for them to score. That's awesome. 
in 20, I wish we 20, had more of that in in, in, in pro football because yeah, they just don't they don't do that stuff. And twenty nine of those thirty seconds are with the clock at zero. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I love those. That's exciting. Sure. Like if you could, if I if I wanted to like if I really didn't have the time to put toward any, watching any sports game, I would want to watch like six of those. Just like I'll watch for ten minutes, put a, put a minute in between each one. I want to watch six of those. Those you know, like each team just kicks off to the other team three times, <laughs> and they and they can just lateral all over the place. And the return team has one more player than the the defending team. Ooh, yeah, that's a good twist. And just do, and just do that six times, just to yeah, give them a little bit of an edge. Yeah, so they don't get you know smothered right away. away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and have the the number of points you score be um based on um you get a point for every unique player that touches the ball but you have to do it within 30 seconds or you only get two points <laughs> <laughs> so they have to run around back there and fling the ball back and forth between a bunch of people and then somebody's got to score right now yeah <laughs> how's that for a for a sport it, and it's 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 a 15 minute long program it's a five minute pregame where they <laughs> All they do is introduce the, the return team. Well, I think I think, um, and then there's ten minutes of that. I think you've just come up with a with the perfect idea for for how to deal with the um the preseason with it. Th- this is what the preseason game should be. It should be just an, <laughs> an exhibition on yeah. uh, on kick returns. That's perfect because that's how people are earning their spot on the team. All the people who are guaranteed to be on the team are already on the team. They're the starters. They're already on the team. It's yeah. the people that are, it's like the third stringers that are mostly going to do special team stuff They're That's where they're earning their, those people are you know getting cut or, or just barely getting onto the team. And that's how you're doing it by being a good, you know, being good on the return team or good coverage for a kickoff or whatever. I think we're onto something. That should be your pregames. <laughs> well, let's, we'll do, we'll do uh, like one at the beginning, the first preseason game, we'll do like one regular game where the starters go out there for a drive or two. And then all the rest of the preseason games can just like be that. We'll just, you know, do five kickoffs <laughs> on each side and have some weird scoring system. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, uh, email Roger Goodell at NFL.com and let him know that uh, yeah. we have, we have this figured out and we want our cut. <laughs> our, our sweet NFL money. Yeah. Yeah. The NFL is going to give somebody else money. <laughs> <laughs> Please. All right. I think that's going to do it, right? Yep. Well, Andy, thank you for joining us. Mike, where can they find us? Uh, Thanks for having me. That was my Andy NPR voice. Okay. Thanks, Andy. Where can they find us? They can find us at NerdBurgerShow.com, at NerdBurgerShow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, NerdBurgerShow at gmail.com, and Roger Goodell at (laughs) NFL.com. And... Uh, and uh, you can go to nerdburgergames.com for game stuff and drivethroughrpg.com to uh, to buy some games. <laughs> On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig give Andy an unexpected raise. Mike, <laughs> Mike, what percentage of Andy's current salary should the raise be? And let's be generous. What percentage of his current salary? Um, 15. 15%? Yes. I, you know, 
it's getting toward the end of the year. Holidays are coming up. Let's let's give him a twenty. Bump him, bump it to twenty. Twenty percent bump. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations. And, gets, and we'll double his vacation time. Wow. We don't even know how much that is. At twenty-one years, that's got to be a lot. You're talking no, about no. like giving him another no, no, month no. of vacation. The, the, no, no, the vacation time that we give him as a part of doing this job, like this salary. This isn't his job. This is his salary and vacation time for the for, being, for being a guest. Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, yeah. okay. So, so a like, twenty percent bump and double the and, and, double and, his and double vacation time. So zero and zero. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Now nobody's going to want to Oh, I'm sorry. I did the math on, on the show. I'm not supposed well, you, to do that. You did it correctly, though. Well, yeah. There, <laughs> that's, yeah that's, there's there's you that. You got that going for you. But that's, that's, we, didn't want, we, we didn't want me to do it correctly. That's okay. An extra year of vacation, Andy. Congratulations. And right. technically, technically, we give most of our guests like three months of vacation. That's true. Yeah. And then we have them do a day. They get like, uh, they get like <laughs> 11. They get, 11. they get another three months off. Yeah, they get they get like eleven weeks and uh, six days off, and then <laughs> anyway. and then they have to come to work for an hour and a half on on that <laughs> last day. It's a pretty sweet deal. I'd I'd take that job. Yeah, well, hundred percent of their work uh, of their workday is a teleconference, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they they should all be used to that by now. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. And I don't have any links to send you. Nope. Because <laughs> we didn't get to anything. And I got to save this, the one that I came up with during the show. Next, we'll talk, uh, next week, we'll talk about Quibi. I had that <laughs> in here, too. And I was yeah. going to bring that up. Because we were we talking did, about we Philo. And I was like, yes. I was, like, was going to ask him. He's like, Andy, do, do you watch Quibi? <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. More you, you don't. don't. <laughs> that thing lasted six months. <laughs> good lord wait i can only stream on my phone what and it only it's 10 10 10 minute increments 10 or 15 minute pop, oh that's pop. right yeah and it's only on your phone in they, they even tried to save it by making it streamable to your television late oh, did in the they? game I and nothing know. happened yeah like i didn't read the whole article failure. this is like this is this is vine level failure <laughs> this is zoom level failure this is really bad six months I had the thing uh, went belly up. I had the article, but it was last in my list. Well, the, the, it, 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 in, in, in fairness, and we'll talk about that. Like, like it came out, the, the, that thing happened the wrong year. Any other year, they would have had a chance. Right. This year, everybody's got a ton of time. You know, the like the little quick streaming thing. Nobody why, cares. Yeah. Why do I need? Why, yeah. Why do I need that when I want it? When I can sit down and <laughs> I've got the whole weekend available to my to me because I can't go anywhere and I can binge Breaking Bad from Friday night to Sunday night. Right. Why limit yourself? I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna watch my. I'm gonna watch a TV series that's a a total of an hour and a half long with ten episodes. And they weren't coming out. They weren't coming out in big chunks. They were actually like a lot of it was coming out like they were doling it out slowly. Like you know you're gonna watch like this ten minute thing once a week. Like no. <laughs> absolutely the wrong year for that to happen oops but anywho alrighty okay that's that alright bye bye I suppose bye lunch time yum yum <laughs> nom 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 <laughs> <laughs>